Greetings, and welcome to the second season of the ABF Journal podcast. As always, I'm Phil Neifer, Managing Editor of ABF Journal. Last year, we introduced the pod and ran a 22-episode first season. This year, we're going to be going even bigger and running weekly episodes for the entire year. Episodes are aiming to run every Friday, so make sure to stay locked to ABF Journal for the latest. In this year's first episode, which is the 23rd overall for the show, Doug Winget, president of Huntington Business Credit, joined the program to discuss his outlook for the asset-based lending industry in 2021, as well as Huntington's recent office openings on the West Coast and the impact of a second round of federal COVID-19 relief on the industry. Let's go to the call now. Happy New Year, Doug. Thanks for joining us. How has 2021 started for you? Oh, thank you. Yeah, good morning. Uh, Happy New Year. Uh, 2021 is, is uh, continue to be very active. Uh, we had a very active uh, fourth quarter right up until uh, right up through New Year's Eve. And uh, the pipeline is strong and we're working on numerous uh, opportunities uh, as we as we move into 2021. And we're seeing a continued increase in our pipeline. Great. Which are very encouraged. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's good to hear. Um, we asked this uh, question I'm about to uh, throw your way um, in our roundtable for our December issue. But if you had to break 2020 down into one sentence from an ABL perspective, what would you say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, 20, 2020 was an extremely unique, challenging, but highly successful year of growth for Huntington Business Credit. Okay, that's good and succinct. Um, you mentioned, you already started to mention deal flow, but how did it develop in the fourth quarter for you guys? And how do you expect it to continue to develop into the first quarter of 2021? Yeah, so we, we saw a real uptick in, in deal flow in the second half of 2020 and really more towards the end of the third quarter. Uh, our, our pipeline was up and continues to be up 40% uh, over the second quarter of 2020. And that's really been fueled by uh, an increase in M&A, uh, an increase in refinancings. Uh, and, uh, and then we did a, a West Coast team uh, expansion that we completed in October. Uh, and, and that's been successful and they're adding opportunities as well. Right, and we'll jump into that expansion a little bit, but I wanna keep kind of talking about 2020 and unboxing that as best as we can. Um, obviously 2020 was a, a different year than we were all expecting. And there's gonna be some things that uh, when we eventually get back to normal, whenever that is, uh, that won't hold over from that. But are there trends from the past 10 months or so that you think are gonna continue into 2021 and, and beyond that? Yes, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, we're, I think we're, especially the first half of 2021, we're gonna see the can, the continued accelerated trends that happened in 2020. You know, you know, COVID really, with the shutdowns and restrictions, uh, really accelerated trends that we're already starting to see happening, or cracks that were happening in certain industries and markets. And, and cer- certain industries benefited, certain industries were hurt. And I, and I think we're going to continue to see that, you know, uh, a shift in, in consumer demand to con- you know consumer durables, um, the consumer. Uh, appetite for home goods, auto, uh, has been, has been strong, and and um, and then I think the e-commerce channel. We're going to see continued acceleration in the e-commerce channel, which has affected brick and mortar retail. Um, we saw M and A opportunities pick up because of those that were strong and and, and had strengthened through through 2020 and were taking advantage of their their market position and looking to to grow buying buying companies that were, were looking to potentially, uh, you know, exit. So 
we see that continuing, especially in the first half. Right, and I'm not going to try to uh, ask you to predict something that's going to be going on beyond that kind of first half, really, just because, as we saw last year, um, you know, best laid plans, are, you know, it doesn't really make a difference when we don't totally know. Um, but in terms of underwriting and business development, obviously the pandemic has affected how those are carried out. Um, do you think that's, did that, has that changed at all in the last 10 months as, as you've adapted? And do you think it's going to have a permanent change on how business is done going forward? Yeah, yeah, I do. You know, I, I think, you know, so, you know, the underwriting and business development uh, changes that were made, you know, underwriting, field examinations, business development, all had to get more creative in, in the second half of 2020. And, uh, you know, I, I think we did, we did seize on the opportunity to use virtual media to use, uh, to use virtual platforms like, uh, you know, Zoom and Teams and, and, and communicate through those channels where we couldn't meet in person as much uh, or were limited or even could not meet in person. And um, I think that that's gonna continue. That's maybe a positive in that, you know, makes all of us more flexible where we can work, how we can communicate. Uh, underwriting had to get creative and how we accessed information. Field exams had to become more creative and how they, you know, virtual, virtual exams, uh, you know, still doing testing in the field for test counts and, and, and you know, field tests of, uh, you know, bill of ladies and invoice testing, but, but uh, much of the testing we can do uh, virtually uh, and, and that gives us flexibility. So for groups like ourselves that are national, that really benefits us and how we can approach underwriting fields and field exams and new business too. And, you know, because now we can communicate uh, at a heightened pace, even though we may be not uh, within a driving distance. Right. And one of the big, uh, kind of news items that's popped up in the, in the last month is that there was finally a second wave of uh, COVID-19 relief passed. Um, and maybe that'll adjust based on what's happening with uh, changes in the Senate. Um, but for now, with what we do know, um, how do you think this new wave of relief will impact the commercial lending community? Because I know with the initial uh, paycheck, paycheck protection program, um, you know, that was something that lenders had to deal with um, initially. And I would assume that this new relief package will have some things you'll you'll need to contend with as well. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good question. I, you know, I think the the, the stimulus uh, for individuals will be a positive for the continued uh, consumer demand in the market. Uh, I think one thing that's not being discussed that was uh, you know it wasn't really it wasn't highly publicized but extremely important for our customers that received PPP loans, uh, there, there was a, a cleanup of the, the tax forgiveness associated with PPP loans was in, ambiguous and uh, potentially created sizable taxable income obligations uh, with the PPP loans. But, but that was cleaned up through this, th through this action. And actually uh, that's extremely important to our middle market customers that receive PPP loans, that, they, that those PPP loans and the taxable potential obligations associated with that expenses could be written off and they did not have a, a material taxable obligation. Okay, and taking that into account and what we talked about with changes from 2020 that are going to carry into 2021, and like I said, I'm not going to ask you to predict too far down the road, but what are your expectations for this first half of, of the year for both Huntington and for the ABL industry at large? 
Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think, I think the, you know, the, the first six months are, are going to be uh, very similar to the last six months of 2020. I, I think we're going to see uh, the continued trends in the markets, continued trends with industries. Uh, and, and I think our, our, our pipeline will continue uh, to be very active with uh, refinance opportunities uh, to an ABL structure today, given, given the uncertainties in the market, you know, an asset-based lending uh, structure is, is, very attractive due to the increased availability from the assets and the flexibility uh, with limited covenants. And I think that's gonna continue in 2021. And uh, I certainly see the same trends, you know, you know, kind of the last six months of 2020 probably is gonna look very similar in the first six months of 2021. Okay, well, one thing that will be new is uh, where Huntington is uh, kind of based. I know you mentioned, not based, but, I know you mentioned uh, the West Coast expansion that you guys undertook in October, um, and you opened offices in LA, San Fran, and uh, Portland, Oregon. Um, why did you guys decide to to expand out into to the West Coast? Yeah, so we took a, a bit of a contrarian approach in that you know we saw increased demand uh, for the asset based lending product, uh, and then we had this uh, fantastic opportunity to to hire a very experienced team on the west coast that could expand our our group uh from uh you know you know really kind of rockies east uh business development um, efforts to the west coast and uh, so so with that we said an opportunity to really to expand our brand expand in, into the same markets that we finance in currently uh and take it to the west coast with a highly experienced successful team right and what um what Kind of opportunities were there in this in the west coast in that region that you you kind of saw and how do you think huntington is is positioned to capitalize on on them yeah so you know we see it really just a continuation of the markets that, that we finance uh well and markets that fit very well with asset based on you know you know uh there's a high concentration of uh, distribution wholesalers importers uh service companies uh retail on the West Coast, and that's just expanding our product uh, to the West Coast, to industries that that fit us uh, with a highly successful team on the West Coast. Great. Well, Doug, uh, I'm glad uh, you're doing well, and uh, things look uh, at least somewhat optimistic going forward. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's it for this week. If you haven't already caught up on the December issue of ABF Journal, which features an ABL outlook for 2021 and a lot more, you can head over to magazine.abfjournal.com. Thanks for listening to the ABF Journal podcast. We'll talk again next week.